Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Could 40 days of intentional kindness truly spark a revolution? Lisa Berrickman celebrated the days leading up to her 40th birthday by committing one act of kindness a day. Others embraced her endeavor, and in less than a year, more than 20,000 separate acts of kindness took place. In her new book, A Case for Kindness, Lisa shares the ripple effect that changed an entire community. Lisa, have you always had an affinity for kindness, or was this something you sort of stumbled upon and grown to love? I feel like I've always been impacted by receiving kindness, that when I've been on the receiving end of kindness, it is something that always stuck with me and inspired me to to try to do the same. So I feel like I've always um, been drawn to kindness as a receiver and also as a giver of kindness, but more, more as the receiver of kindness. I feel like just being so impacted always was something that had a profound effect on my life. Probably in times when people didn't even know they were having an effect on your life, huh? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different, though, to go from somebody who notices kindness and receives kindness and kind of likes to give kindness to somebody who really begins to dedicate their life to this. Can you walk us through the story of what happened uh, leading up to your 40th birthday? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you know, when all of your group of friends are going through the same milestones around the same time, it seems to one right after another, my friends were having birthday parties and doing things to celebrate 40. And I started to just wonder, you know, what would make the most sense for me? So we started thinking about, do we want to have a party or have a family vacation or something? And nothing really was sticking out as something that I was super drawn to. So um, I started to think a little bit about that 40 milestone and felt more than anything else, just this overwhelming gratitude for so many, again, as I said, being impacted by kindness, so many things that touched my life in my 40 years were other people reaching out to me or really showing me love. And I was just grateful for my 40 years of life. And I wanted to do something that that reflected that. I wanted my celebration to reflect that. So I started to think about doing a family mission trip. I was researching some ideas for I had three, I have three children. My youngest one at the time was six years old. And so looking into mission trips was a little tough. I couldn't find a great fit for all of us to do something. So I decided to table that idea for when the kids were a little bit bigger. And I had the idea one morning, it's funny, I was in the shower and it was kind of an <laughs> aha moment. That's a pretty much the only quiet place in the house. And I have, I think of it as my my personal think tank that I'll have <laughs> aha moments there sometimes. And so I was thinking that um, random acts of kindness would be a great way to celebrate my birthday and to show gratitude for my life and something that I could really do within the craziness of my normal day-to-day routine. So so that was a decision that I made. And then I started to do a little bit of research of some ideas that I had about ways to spread kindness. And I had some kindness cards made, which were basically a business card that had a quote about kindness on the front. The quote was, it's a William Penn quote. And it's, I expect to pass through life but once. If therefore there be any kindness I can show or any good thing I can do to any fellow being, let me do it now and not defer or neglect it as I shall not pass this way again. And I I love those words. So Mm -hmm. I had that printed on the card and the back just said, kindness is contagious, pass it on. So I had those made. I got a journal 
And those were really the basic steps that I took. And then I started 40 days before my birthday and it, you know, my, my grand finale was on my, on my 40th birthday. So that was basically the, the journey that I, that I had. And it really was a more profound experience than I could have imagined. It was, it became much more than I anticipated originally. So when I talk to people about about kindness and when you talk about, okay, well, go do 40 days or 30 days of kindness, I almost think that sometimes people look at it kind of with the same dread as a diet. You know, it's meant to be fun, but yet we're busy, busy people in this world. And, you know, we're a little bit weary. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just want someone to come and do some kindness for me. So can you explain to people, maybe in words better than I could find, how it is not like a diet. It's not a chore. And it ends up being something that's just really um, a great blessing. Yeah, I I will say that when I first started, I felt that I felt a little overwhelmed by the idea. Even a couple days in, I remember thinking, I'm not sure that I can come up with something every day for 40 days. And then just sticking with it and not leaving really the the basic framework of my day is when I started to see that it really isn't complicated and it doesn't, you don't have to overthink it. Rather, you really just need to open up your heart and your eyes and look around. Um, there are so many opportunities right within our our day-to-day lives where we can do something small for someone, even just holding a door for someone who's struggling with a baby stroller or, you know, sending a note to a friend who you know is having, you know, a tough day or maybe having a surgery or something that morning, reaching out. There are so many things within the course of our normal lives. So it really doesn't have to be something that's overwhelming or even overthought or overplanned. And it is an amazing blessing for us as the person giving the kindness and also to the person receiving it. So for you, was it organic every day you would just come up with something or did you sit down and lay out 40 exact things that you wanted to do every day? So I, I did make a list to start. I had just some ideas. Yeah, I, d- I did a little bit of research just to see some different ideas or a lot of times you will see things come through on a Facebook feed or things that, um, that people have witnessed or have done. And so I did make a list of some ideas, but I didn't use them every day, um, a lot of times I didn't have I didn't have a plan that I would just kind of go through my day and keep my eyes open, try to live alert and watch out for for ways to show kindness. So, for example, there was one day that I remember that my older son and I, we were coming home from a soccer practice and it was late. It was maybe eight o'clock at night. And I thought, oh, gosh, I hadn't you know, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything today because I was really trying to to do something every day for those 40 days. And. Um, I, it was dark and I noticed that one of my neighbors had not brought their tra- their trash cans in from that morning for the tra- you know the trash pickup. And so my son and I, we, we kind of snuck around and grabbed their trash cans and brought them back up the driveway and then you know raced off. And it was it was a fun moment for he and I, I know that he really remembers that and it made an impact on him. Um, but it wasn't something that was planned. it just it just appeared and that happened a lot. So there was a combination. There were some days that I had something specific planned that I really wanted to do. Um, but most of the time, I would say probably more often, I just reacted to the to the world around me with really open eyes and an open heart. So from this, did you find that your brain kind of changed and your eyes kind of changed and you started really uh, searching out and noticing and and looking for and and just really being alert about kindness. Yes, absolutely. And I would say if I had to pick one thing that was 
the most lasting impact from this kindness project, that would be it. That I feel like, um, like I was rewired and I see it in my family too, that it was, it was something that really changed us forever, not just during those 40 days. The 40 days almost felt like a training, like a kindness training program that we were building our kindness muscles by doing it consecutively every day. And it got into our souls. And then from that point forward, it just really has changed the way that we view the world and react to the world. So you said when you were turning 40, you had a six-year-old. How old were your other two kids? Um, Six, nine, and she was either 10 or 11. Okay. So... Those are about the same ages that that my kids are, and um, I am just wondering if you have come up against any resistance from them, or if they're always on board, or, you know, like you talk about this kindness muscle. Was this something that that they developed as well? Yeah, so it's it's funny because I will say, and I didn't really think this through in, um, until more recently, but... When I started doing 40 Days of Kindness the, fir- the first time when I did it for my birthday, I, I really didn't intend for my whole family to do it. I know I had thought about doing the mission trip with everybody, and then I, and then I remember feeling, you know, that's not going to work out, so I'll just do this. But I didn't think of it as a family affair initially. That happened very naturally. I started doing it myself, and I was certainly not, you know, um, keeping it from my kids. They knew that I was doing it, and they, um, they were a part of it, but they very naturally jumped on board and they, they started to come home from school. It was, it was super exciting. They would come home from school and immediately ask me, did you do anything today? What was your act of kindness for the day? So, and then they started to have some ideas. They started to notice, you know, I saw a little girl at school. Um, she let someone jump in front of her in the lunch line or they they were starting to notice some, some acts of kindness. Hmm. And, um, and it, it wasn't something that I, you know, asked them to do it, it. It was something that they initiated themselves, which was great. And as far as them, I don't, they're not perfect children. They're not out in a constant stream of kindness. And they certainly, I think, miss opportunities all the time to show kindness. And they're, they're pretty normal kids. But I do feel that they, you know, they, they make me proud sometimes when I, I, I witness them doing something. And I know that, you know, it's in, it's in their heart for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you know when you set out to do this, like, at what point were you thinking to yourself, this would make a really good book, or this is something that I think other people could do? Yeah, so my birthday is at the end of March, and it was, I believe, probably in, well into June, and I was still really feeling the the impact of it. And I was really seeing that it was still something that was sticking with my kids. And so it was around then, a couple months after my birthday had passed, that I thought, you know, this is this is way too good not to share. This is a simple treasure that I would love for other people to enjoy as well. And so at that point, I went to my pastors at my church and I told them that we had done this and that it was really awesome. And um, I thought it would be a great thing for our congregation to do. And they were they were really supportive and jumped immediately jumped on board. And we launched that program quickly because. We wanted the 40th day to be our rally Sunday, which at our church, that's the first day of the Sunday school year. So we started, I I believe it was sometime in July and did 40 days of kindness um, at our church. And it was a huge success of people really enjoyed it. And then at that point, it started to to take off where my mother-in-law did it at her church and an aunt did it. And some friends really started to 
um, get excited about it. And so it started to spread. So until that happened, I really wasn't thinking that I was going to turn it into a, into a book that was n- never in my in my plan. My husband actually picked up my journal one day. I was putting my journal into the computer because I used like an old school pen and an actual <laughs> book for my journal. And I What's thought I'd that? like to transfer this into the computer. And he was looking through it one day and said, he was the first one that said it. He was like, this would make a really cool book. So, so then my wheel started spinning a little bit um, and it kind of, you know, took off from there. Hmm. And the thing I love about the, the, book, it's called A Case for Kindness, 40 Ways to Love and Inspire Others. But the thing that I really love about it is it's kind of a really neat memoir, but on the exact at the exact same time, it's it's kind of this guidebook. It, it really teaches you how to put these 40 days of kindness in place, and you give a lot of really helpful resources in the appendix. Yeah, I I do feel like it like it became a, a very um very jam packed with ideas. Did those all come from you, or would, did the publishers step in and say, okay, you know what, I think people need to know about this or that, or you know, kindness on a global scale, kindness to the environment? Because the forty ways to love and inspire kind of feel like they are, uh, you know, it's not just forty ways like here are forty tips to be kind. You do have some of those in your book, but you kind of seem to have those chapters laid out by a larger theme. Can you can you walk us through that a little bit? Yeah. Um, well, there it really has evolved quite a bit. When it when I first pitched the idea for the book, it was essentially my journal that I was really it was going to be mo- more of a memoir type that I was going to just share my experience. And it was my publisher's idea to to make it more of a how to where to really make the book more about the reader than about my story so that my stories are in there and my experience is certainly in there. But it's really more of an illustration of of the the ways to spread love and inspire others. And the main point of the book, I would say, is really to help others find simple ways to to put kindness into their day-to-day lives. So um, the 40 chapters, they it took it took just a, a little bit of um, trial and error and some thought to come up with the 40 ideas. So there was so um, yeah, there it, it, that was mostly um, just things that I would take from the experiences that I had through my 40 day kindness initiative. and I tried to find themes. I tried to go through things that I had done um, and um, things that other people had done and put them into themes and then structure the chapters that way. Let's talk about some specifics. What are some specific stories, some specific acts of kindness that you really felt like, wow, this was a good one, you know, kind of like the, the the trash can. You were just stealthy going out there with your son and, and removing those. And that's just such a simple, easy thing to do. But, you know, you did it and some people don't. So what are some other ones that really stand out as just really special moments to you? Yeah, I- and I will say most of the most of them are very basic and simple. But another one that that I really loved was I was at the dry cleaner one day, just doing my normal routine, my normal errands. And as the 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 clothes were spinning around on the the conveyor, they're doing their little parade of clothes. <laughs> I noticed um, some service service uniforms, police officer uniforms, military uniforms that were spinning past me, and so. That was another day where I didn't have a plan for kindness. I was just letting it organically happen. And I said to the woman who was working at the dry cleaner, would I be able to treat 
a police officer to the cleaning of his uniform. And she thought it was a great idea. And she had a specific, it was, she was really sweet. She had a specific officer in mind that she said he always comes on Thursday and picks it up and he's really great. And he would love that. So, so I paid for his uniform and I left him a kindness card with a note on the back that said, thank you for your service. I didn't, it was anonymous. And, um, and that, that was really great. But the other piece of that, which I, I loved aside from it just being, such a such a simple thing to do. Um, the woman who was working there was also moved by it, and she asked me if she could have a few of the kindness cards because she wanted to, you know, to to pay it forward or do something else. So I thought it was a really great example of how the people around us are also impacted. You know, I wasn't doing it any act of kindness directly toward her, but she was moved by it as well. And um, and I don't know what she did with her kindness cards. So we never really know where it ends. It, and you know, whoever. She, she inspired maybe decided to do something too. So it is so infectious. And I love that example because I feel like it, it really illustrates that. So in your book, A Case for Kindness, 40 Ways to Love and Inspire Others, you have at the very end this list of 60 ideas that people can do to go out and be kind. And, you know, something like treating the car behind you at a drive through window and taking a bottle of water to someone working outside on a hot day or hot chocolate on a cold day. One that I really loved was slip a gift card into a favorite book at a bookstore or a library. Did you try all of these? Um, I didn't I didn't try all of them, but many of them, many of them were inspired by things that things that we that we did. And some of them were just, you know, ideas that that I had seen that I that I was you know interested in sharing. Yeah, they're very they're very creative, and I appreciate the fact that you've let me share them with so many people because I am not creative when it comes to kindness. And sure, organically, if something's in front of me, maybe I notice it. But the idea of you know paying for a struggling family's summer uh, season pass to the pool, you know, something like that, or leaving a few dollars in the at a dollar store with a note, um, those are things I don't think that I would naturally come up with. Did you have to brainstorm these with your family, or are you just a naturally kind of artistic, creative person? I would say that I, I definitely am pretty creative. That's one of my one of one of just my natural gifts, I would say. So some of them I just came up with, or. Um, when I was trying to just keep my eyes open and look for ideas, I would, you know, I would come up with some ideas, but I, I did definitely research a little bit as well, just kind of looking around online, or I had some books that I would look at just to, just to get some ideas on things to do. And then sometimes those would just spark something in me that I would maybe not do the exact same thing, but something similar. The one example that you gave about putting a gift card in a book at the bookstore, that was actually my kids' idea. They, we, were at, um, we were at a bookstore one day, and they, they asked if we had, do we have kindness cards and any gift cards in the car? Because we would kind of keep our, ourselves stocked up when we were in the middle of 40 Days of <laughs> Kindness. And they, um, they decided to do that, which I thought was a great idea. I love that. Did they ever go back and check? Yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you ask that because they did. It, it's a it's a tiny little old quaint um, used bookstore that's right on right super close to our house. So we pass it multiple times a day. So they did ask a, a lot if we can we run in and check our book and see if anybody took the card. And it took a while, but I would say maybe if about a few weeks later or so, they went in and looked and it was gone. And they thought that was awesome. And it's so cool because you don't, you have no idea who got it or what happened, that it, it becomes so much about the action and not the reaction because you don't you don't often see what happens next. Mm -hmm. And what book was it that you put the gift card in? We put the book in um, A Purpose Driven Life, uh -huh. which How, was a good one. <laughs> that's pretty neat. Okay, so 
tell me what you say to those people who say, I just really do not have money to be stocking up on gift cards and I, I really just don't have time to make this happen. Yeah, you know, um, the the financial piece is definitely, you know, there are a lot of acts of kindness that do involve money. I will say that the when I did, so my church did 40 days of kindness twice. And so I did it those two times as well. The second time I did it through the church, I challenged myself to do it without spending any money. And I thought that that was going to be complicated, but it, it's not, it's not as tough as it certainly is easier when you can do some things like paying the per, for the person behind you. But there are so many ways that we can just, just give our heart to someone through listening or, you know, writing a letter or, um, even, even things like letting someone go in front of us in line or being patient on the road. There is a chapter all about driving and how we can be patient with people when we're driving, um, <laughs> trying to steer away from road rage and all of that. So um, I do feel like there are opportunities to, to, spread, to spread love without opening our wallets. Lisa, thank you so much for talking with me today and, and helping people you know, maybe get motivated to rewire their own brains for kindness. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Nicole. Again, the book is called A Case for Kindness. You can find out more about Lisa at lisabarrickman.com. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It is produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or NPR One.